Welcome to Achieve Wealth through value-add real estate investing. This is the show where the guru hype is banned and you get direct insights from commercial real estate operators. If you're a passive investor, this show can help you better understand investment opportunities. And if you're an active investor, the lessons from each episode can help you to become more effective in your own deals. Now, here's your host, investor and author, James Kandasamy. Hi, audience and listeners. This is James Kandasamy from Achieve Wealth through Value at Real Estate Investing Podcast. Today, we have a special session with Rama Krishna from Zoas Company from California. Hey, Rama, you want to say hi to our audience and listeners? Yeah. Hi, hi, hi James. Thank you for inviting me on this special session. You know, definitely I want to, you know, the, the primary reason is to be attending so many webinars on this uh, COVID-19 impact for a multifamily and a lot of other groups that we're discussing. I wanted to just compile all the strategies that I've kind of, uh, you know, kind of compiled and also mine as well, like what I'm actually going through right now with my properties, compiled into a blog post. And uh, we wanted to talk about it today. Yeah, yeah. Today is a special session. So I'm trying to make all this podcast release. I'm actually rearranging all my podcast releases to make it really timely. So all of you guys, listeners, can really take action from, you know, whatever you're listening from this podcast, right? Then listening to podcasts that was recorded one or two months ago, which is like, you know, super boring, right? Because all that is pre-corona, right? I know you, I'm sure all of you guys are wondering what is this guy talking about 3% rent growth at that time, right? So, so this is timely. We're going to release as soon as possible. So Rama has done a really good job uh, compiling 50 strategies for multifamily operators and asset managers to tackle COVID-19. And we're going to go through each one of those in quickly and also in detail so that each one of you can take a pencil and a paper and write down what are some of the things that you can use right now. So Rama, let's get started. So what's the first one? The, 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 I think before even getting there, right? So okay. the, primary thing, uh, the primary thing, what we need to uh, kind of do here is you know the people lost jobs in the sense like we need to be compassionate about what the things are going i think we are actually suffering as operators we also have to put ourselves in the in the tenant's shoes and they are they got impacted right so you know some of these strategies you know to also have to work with them uh, to, to see how they can weather the storm including us has to weather the storm here mm-hmm. right yeah and, absolutely. and another thing is there are federal regulations right now that we cannot evict tenants, right? So in the sense, even though, you know, we can uh, do some of these things that the strategies, what we have before, we cannot do it because of the regulations in place and, and also shelter in place right now. So the first primary thing, what we wanted to do to alleviate the problems of tenants is the late fee waiver, right? So any, any like, you know, we and we actually wanted to not to communicate this thing until the fifth, but we did communicate uh, and before that itself. Just wanted to give some assurance to the tenants, saying that we are not going to charge late fee for the month of April and May. That's the first uh, strategy we want to do. And also, if they cannot, you know, if they're impacted, the primary thing what we wanted to know to do, uh, James, is to, when you're working with the tenant that they have an issue, you want to get a proof from them that they got laid off from their job and then put it into your uh, you know resources like you know your folders so that 
in case if you are applying for any other benefits in the future, any ADL program or a PPP program or maybe a forbearance or forgiveness, you can have all these things kind of uh, you know noted in your uh, documentation. The second thing is some of the tenants are not misusing this thing. Hey, there's a late fee waiver. It's a flex- flexible payment plan. But if you are not impacted, you're not eligible for that, right? That's the reason the second point where we wanted to put them into a f- payment plan if they are impacted, um, and then you know, then they can continue catching up these payments. The second thing again, um, and then typical guidelines to the tenants saying that they need to you know do the shelter in place and follow the state or CDC guidelines to make sure that they are protected. The last thing that you need is a COVID nineteen patient in your uh, properties, and then they're spreading or they don't know what they're doing, and they. God forbid there's a death. So there's a lot of things that you need to do to make sure. And also, fundamentally, you want your tenants and everyone to be safe uh, and then uh, follow the follow the state guidelines. And and what you you have to do or they have to do somebody tested positive in your mm. in your in your property, right? Okay. And how they can do self quarantine and how how you can help them also, right? And and uh, and maybe there is one more point in here is to you for us as an operators to disinfect the common areas and especially i think we'll come back to those uh, points again in the later po- uh, strategies is to is to disinfect the common laundry mailboxes and other things like you know uh, leasing office and the things right um the other thing from a financial standpoint was security mm-hmm. deposits a lot of uh, you know there are when we found out about this program called say rhino or, or the other insurance programs even not just for this one, later also the operators can use this strategy to actually use in, in lieu of security deposit, they can actually get into some of these insurance programs like Rhino uh, yeah. or, or like Nestag or Lemonade, where in this strategy, James, right, I think you might, might already mm-hmm. know, let's say if the security deposit is $1,000, they need to pay $5 per month as an insurance and they don't need to deposit this $1,000. So somebody coming in new as a tenant, so instead of paying first month's rent plus a security deposit, say $2,000, now they need to only pay $1,000 and an insurance program for $5 a month. If it is $2,000, it will be $10 a month. It covers both security deposits and also any damages that they do or including uh, they haven't officially confirmed, but when I talk to Rhino's uh, representative, they're saying even wear and tear. Let's say if you want to do a make ready and there is a damage that you have under the unit, it covers that. So yeah. the way how it works is right. So let's say the tenant vacates mm-hmm. and you go and do the you know move out inspection mm-hmm. and you saw overall to make ready of this is twelve hundred dollars, right? And you do a claim to Rhino and then they pay you within forty eight hours and they collect from the tenant later on because it's still Got a it. deposit, right? Like there's still a um there is a wear and tear or like some damage happened to the, to the unit. So that is a sayrhino.com, right? That's what you're saying? Yeah. And there's a Another, few other few other people few as other well, right? providers. Okay, got it. So so let me let me get a bit more structured here. So we are on the line item number five, uh, which is basically the first one is, you know, look at late fee waivers. Second is look at payment plans for your residents who are impacted. Make sure they're impacted. Third one is uh, make sure that you communicate you know, residents, uh, communicate to residents to make sure they follow shelter in place and follow the state and CDC guidelines, right? Uh, fourth is basically if they are exposed to COVID-19, 
patients who are tested positive, uh, you know, you want to do a self quarantine as well, right? And and if you if you as a property manager knows about uh, whether any residents has been impacted, you know, usually a lot of property management software have given us access to additional field in the tenant information to mark them as uh, you know COVID nineteen quarantine and all that. So I do have it. Uh, recently on my property management software. So you know, check with your property management company, you know, so they, they can mark it as, you know, someone who's impacted or quarantined or what's the status, right? Uh, and the fifth one is basically using some of the security deposit for, you know, some of the two months rents using some company like sayrhino.com where you can use it as an insurance for evictions and, uh, you know, if they evict out or if for any make ready, right? If they, if right. The so if you pay. already collected the security deposit, you can mm-hmm. convert to a Sayrhino agreement. Okay. But unless, the, the minimum is at least they need to have six months more left in the in the in the in the lease because like okay. you know, at least either the new person coming in mm-hmm. or you know maybe like another two months uh, are done in the in, uh, but this program so, already existed right before even before. no they have seven hundred said I know has seven hundred thousand units insured okay got it so they already existed right now so you can just use this for at this stage I guess right use some of the current security deposit and convert it to this insurance program I guess exactly. Okay, got it. So sayrhino.com, NREIG Insurance, uh, Core Home, Nastic, Laminate, Ramiking.com. These are the, some of the providers, I guess, right? Yes, they are some of the insurance providers in lieu of uh, security deposits. Okay, let's go to number six. Okay, so let's say from an operator perspective, you, you feel that, uh, you know, there's one more program, one more point here that we can come back to this. I think I haven't ordered this in a right format, uh, a right numbering. The first thing before doing that is to primarily uh, segregate or profile your tenants, right? Go each lease by lease and profile your tenants. Are they, are they How exposed are they with this you know, COVID-19 impacted businesses? Are they in restaurants? Are they in um, you know, travel tourism industry or whatever it is to see what would be the impact of it, right? Say, you know, if you have 50% of your tenants are in medical profession or maybe some other which are not really impacted into that. So at least you will know yourself if you own 1,000 units, hey, like, you know, I'm 50% of my tenants are restaurants, right? Maybe, right? Then you can actually, uh, you know, really alert and also do go to these programs, what we're talking about here. Talk to your Fannie Freddie lender and see if they have any mortgage forbearance. Or relief uh, right now, they already have it. Uh, Fannie and Freddie already rolled it out for 90 days. You can, uh, you know, forbear your uh, mortgage not to pay that, and then have a payment plan of 12 months to to catch up on this 90 day payment. But you know, make sure that you know that there will be some negative remark or agency loan history, and to see, make sure you go through all the agreement before actually signing up. But yeah, if you're really impacted. You know, definitely if you're going underwater with not able to make mortgage payments, for sure you should, you know, consider this mortgage for parents. Okay, good. So let's go to the next one. Yeah. And then, um, so you, you, that is one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is, is the SBA disaster loans. There is a EIDL um, uh, emergency, like, you know. I think it's called uh, SP- economic injury uh, Economic injury disaster. That's the loan. loan. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, yes. so that's the loan that SBA is giving up to two million dollars for a small businesses, including rental uh, apartment owners. There's a three point seven five percent interest, and then there is some terms that you need to pay. The idea here is based on your situation. Uh, you know, you can actually apply for this uh, disaster loan for EADL program 
to so that you can weather the storm for the next three to six months or nine months. And there is another loan for a you know payroll protection program PPP, which I can update this as well. So if you have a payroll that you're running by yourself, you can actually apply for this PPP program to get two and a half months of payroll from from in the from the government. Or if your property manager company actually runs the payroll, you can ask them to apply for this PPP loan so that you know they can not bill you for the next two, three months for the for the property management. Uh, personal. Yeah, I think the caveat is uh, anybody who's applying need to be having less than 500 employees, right? Exactly. They, I think they figured out some more than 500, but overall, yeah, up, up to 500, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then also, you know, think from a tenant perspective, some of these ones, like, you know, the, the four or five points here is if they are actually having some hardships right now, how they can use some of these federal programs, right? They are actually sending a twelve hundred dollars to three thousand four hundred dollars checks to 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 every, uh, you know, every person who actually filed the taxes, right? And also, they can apply if they are a small business, they can apply a, a SBA loan or they can apply a PPP loan, and they can weather the storm and actually use that money. And then, if they get refunds, they can file the taxes immediately and use that money to pay rents, right? So some of these aspects that you can think on their shoes and see how these federal programs can help them as a tenant. Maybe one of your tenant is a restaurant owner, right? Uh, then you can see uh, how the federal programs can help them so that they, maybe they can file unemployment benefits and then you can tell information about that or you can find local companies which are hiring and then see if some of these tenants are actually want to find, find a job right now. Yeah. You, then you can you know, ask them to continue pay pay the rents. Yeah, let me add some more things. So some of the apartment association in many big cities have given uh, renters uh, resources, which includes you know, how to file unemployment, what are the resources for them to get uh, you know, uh, different types of uh, help from different uh, organizations. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so again, two, two aspects of our operations, right? One is income and one other is expenses, right? Now, we, we talked a lot of stuff from an income perspective and some are expenses perspective, right? The other aspect, what we, what I were kind of, uh, kind of brought in is with, with all these uh, uh, people talking about is expenses. So any non-essential expenses, like even send email, like a message to all the tenants, memo to tenants saying that, if if you have any uh, emergency only like uh, create a service request non emergency service request will be done after the you know once the thing settle down right now if you have light bulb went away like you know you can fix it yourself or you leave the light bulb at the doorstep uh, let them you know fix it instead of you exposing your maintenance staff uh, to to more people uh, either they can fix it themselves or you can drop the light bulb there or they can wait for you know few few weeks until this thing settled down so that you can cut your non-essential expenses, kind of a controllable expenses that you can eliminate. And you can have to close all the amenities, you know, pool, uh, other common amenities so that you can, no need to uh, kind of make, continue maintaining them. I think also you do not want uh, people to, you know, use that and spread the virus more, right? I guess. Exactly. Exactly. Those are sheltered in place, not using common amenities. If they have like throw a party in a clubhouse, <laughs> then you'll have, you know, 50 people infected there. So, correct, correct. Uh, and, and, uh, and primary thing is the, uh, the common amenities. So you have laundry room. Everybody's coming in there to do the laundry, how they can sanitize this thing or maybe one person at a time, or have a roster, hey, like this building, like you know, this one to 10 
people using monday to monday 9 am to 12 pm some roster so that you know not everybody coming in saturday morning to do the laundry right or maybe some mailboxes say if somebody is there at the mailboxes have some instructions say wait for them to leave and then you go um wait for a minute and then you can go and pick up your mail right some of this stuff that you can uh, instructions at the mailing and lot all any any common areas right and um, another thing is aspect of my income perspective is primarily focus on the leasing aspect right what what are the can you put some deals on renewals or lease modifications or if you already gave notices and then maybe cancel the notices and then pause the rent increases right now to make sure that you're at least 100% physically occupied and then later on 100% how it can be economically occupied as well at least at this point right now uh, if you can make this 100% thing uh, james right both physically and economically you can weather the storm for the 3 to 6 months and come back and again uh, go back to your typical asset management strategies to increase the valuation of the property right so right now is more like a you know fight or flight mode right now let's just see you know, making it more smoother uh, for the next 90 days to 120 days is 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 the strategy here yeah so what you're saying is rather than you know pushing for rents try to keep people in the units right whether they're paying or not right guess right because right if you if you renew it we're going to not increase the, let's say okay. if you renew it in april and may we're not going to do any rent increases right yeah. for yeah. for for the last thing for you to do is make this unit empty right now Mm. and then we don't know what's the situations of uh, leasing activity uh, in 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 that will be right so yeah. continue them without any rent increases just uh, you know a, a special that if you renew it in the next two months we will not increase your rent for example mm. right yeah. yeah and uh, you know uh, the things that we discussed already be sympathetic and then also profile your tenants see what jobs they do uh, another strategy on this is you don't need to pay uh, april or maybe may and then but that rent will be amortized in the next 12 months right that's another strategy they're doing hey you know you already affected um, we we're not going to charge you for april or maybe half of the may as well but that 1500 will be amortized for the next 12 months so you give them a break for one month and you take that money and amortize over 12 months i guess yeah yeah just like a forbearance uh, from a mortgage same mm-hmm. thing right like you know that is amortized for the next uh, 12 months same thing that you can you know do here okay. um, but some of these are lease modifications and see how painful it is but mm-hmm. whatever that is uh, kind of you know takes it to get this thing done right and uh, extending the leases um, so one more thing in the leases we can come back to later on is usually when you do a short term rental say the 3 months lease or 6 months lease you have a premium right you can actually reduce that premium no premium for short term rental say hey like you know we're leasing right now hey we want a 6 months rent it will be same as a 12 months rent right so it at least you can uh, you know fill up your units uh, by by doing that yeah even on uh, a month to month i think they can uh, you know usually we charge premium for month to month but you know you can either yes. reduce it or don't charge that for now i guess exactly exactly so i think maybe for them also they also wanted to try for month to month few months and then they can do a uh, you know annual release after 2 to 3 months right so you can at least fill them in coming in let them pay and then you can think about this after 3 months right the same topic we discussed before is to uh go to a local there are even though there are jobs lost some are trying to hire like you know amazon is hiring for the warehouses grocery chains hospitals like some are just, um, they're not able to have uh, you know enough staff 
right? So you can find these in your market, in your sub-market and see and take those information and then send it to your people who actually came, hey, I lost my job. Hey, why don't you do I to go to Amazon warehouse five miles from here? They're actually hiring, right? Yeah. That yeah. you can help to see if they can come back to the employment, at least for temporary for the 90 days until this thing comes back. And uh, because a lot of these people furloughed right now uh, just because they can get unemployment benefits, but if they can get some other job for the next 90 days, or you know, because what if this delays more, they can get some job for the next six months and come back to the workforce later. Got it. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and another thing is it's something similar is a lot of charities and churches and they, they pay the rent. And if they're part of the local, local church or a charity program, yeah. Um, now there are so many people paying rent and also their utility payments in, to, right to help now. out to help our residents. And one good resource that you guys can use, uh, all the listeners can use, is uh, finehelp.org. Finehelp.org uh, that has all the compilation of all the organization which is helping people in terms of money, housing, you know, all kind of things. There, so use that resource. Yeah, great. Yeah, and again, like this is the first step, right? So whatever that's happening for us or for them. You need to, the message has to tenants is the rent is due just because like, you know, we have to have utility payments. We have to have mortgage payments. We have to pay salaries for employees. This is a laser thin business. Right? This is not, we are making 50% as profits here. Right. Um, so we had to send that message properly that um, we also have expenses. We cannot just uh, n- not uh, forego this thing, not paying rent. Uh, you know, that's a message. I don't know what may, I might not be putting it in the right way here, mm-hmm. but you had to, you know, that doing that. You no, know, this is not like because some of these, uh, you know, articles in some of these markets saying, hey, don't pay rent for three months, right? <laughs> so it, it's just showing a wrong message that they're not thinking about the operators. Yeah, yeah. Um, the government or the our mortgage providers did not give us a break on our mortgage, right? So yeah, the so rent we, is still due. We do sympathize with all the residents. Let's work out some plan. Uh, but you know, rent is rent, and it's still uh, you know right. still need to be paid in some way, right? So, right so we have to figure that out and see. Right, and then uh, so another thing is, if you're doing renovations, if you have draw request, it's already completed. Immediately do the draw request because there might be some delays. Right now, because of this, they may have, the inspector might not come in to verify the renovations that you did to approve the draw request. Like do the submit your draw request as soon as possible yeah. uh, so that you, you, your money, you had to pay your vendors, right? So this is here. the um, um, capital or replacement reserve, right? What we're talking about here, right? So. Exactly. So you renovated like say five, 10 units and you, uh, maybe like usually bridge loans, other loans, which we mm-hmm. have escrow money, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, get the draw request and then get the money at least. And then, then you can pause, right? Yeah. The idea here is to the cash. finish the, what you, what you did till now, get the money, pay your vendors and pause your renovations for some time until this is like done. Got it. Right. And another aspect is utilities, right? Because now everybody's at home, right? So <laughs> they're going to use all the utilities to the maximum, the water, the electricity, the heaters, you know, the, the air conditions, uh, you know, the internet, every, every utility company is right now maxed, right? Yes, correct. To the capacity. So just keep it in the utilities and see, you know, uh, how things are going on that. Uh, yeah. if, if you're uh, all bills paid or you're doing a rough program, do you need to increase the rubs? Like whatever it is, right? Just keep an eye on it. It'll definitely be a much higher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think because everybody's staying at home right now, right? In the one or two months, 
when the utility bill hits to everyone, it's going to be much higher. And now I appreciate why all this, when people go to work, you know, somebody else is paying for their for their utilities when they're at work, right? So now right, right. operators do feel the, the heavy load here, but it, right. it is what it is, right? So, but just and be aware on the utilities, uh, I guess. And also the, the, the load on this, right? You're continuously using something, mm-hmm. like your HVACs might be breaking, broken, right? Or your you know, water, like something, there are issues. You need to make sure that you uh, do the regular maintenance of this stuff and then make sure you have ducks in a row, like, hey, you know, hey, we're talking to the water company, talking to your plumber, talking to your electrician or HVAC company, making sure they're ready. If there are any service request, this comes in, right? Because if there is a HVAC broken or some water broken, mm-hmm. you know, last thing is like, you know, the, the tenants are not happy, right? Correct, correct. Um, so I think we discussed it, the month-to-month high-risk tenants, uh, rental increases yeah, on month this, month. right? So, um, and, and just as pausing all upgrades and the distribution side. Another thing is we talked about lenders, talked about the tenants. We need to now think about the investors, right? If you're syndicating this deal or if you have a private money that you raise or whatever that you have investors in your deal, make sure that you, uh, you know, inform them about what's going on and how your assets are performing. And what are the things that you are doing as an operator to get this thing? Some of the strategies are what your strategies that you're already employing uh, to to get this, uh, whether this strong. And maybe, you know, there are some uh, not a great topics that you need to, you know, you need uncomfortable things that you need to talk to them. Say there might be some pause on distributions, right? Yeah. Because we don't know what's going on here, right? We need to preserve the cash, preserve our, uh, our reserves right now. Uh, what if this goes beyond 90 days, right? Yeah. So maybe pause or reduce your distributions or pause it for now. And then you can catch back once everything kind of settles down. Uh, that's another conversation you should have. Um, yeah, yeah, make sure, I mean, just, just a caution to everyone who's listening, make sure that any operators are communicating to the passive investors, you know, more frequently than what they used to. Now. So if, you know, it's, it's very important right now, just... I mean, just because everybody know, everyone knows COVID-19 is happening, the whole uh, country is in a lockdown, doesn't mean that you can't communicate, right? So make sure, communicate all your plans and what what uh, what are you doing to your passive investors? Right. Uh, I think we, we kind of came through these reprint reserves. Items. So we need yep. to make sure that your R&M repairs and maintenance, you, uh, that, uh, re- so make sure that now is the time you have a pause, right? So you can actually flag, uh, kind of have all your... Uh, uh, you know, for depreciated items, right? Like, you know, have HVACs. These are the things. Make sure that you have uh, R&M done properly, right? Uh, and also, again, the same thing, like lease audit, full lease audit to, to categorize your employer employers uh, so that the tenants are at risk or not, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, lease uh, audit is, is, you can do a general lease audit as well because most of the time our, right now, our offices are closed for public, right? Most of the apartment office. So what, so in, in my company, most of my staffs are doing lease audit, right? Just as part of the normal thing, but, to keep them right. busy as well. To keep them busy Exactly, as well. yeah. So this is the right time, right? Everybody, like yeah. every time we're running, now this is the best time to profile your tenants, mm-hmm. lease, audit, and make sure that what strategies that you can employ to make them, you know, in place, right? Correct. And, right. and uh, you know, again, the same thing as utility, like just how you can do savings of the utilities, right? Is there any water uh, leak that are happening, right? Mm-hmm. Let's see your old bills in the last six months or one year see any patterns that you can do, you know, that you can identify or any other measures that you can save utilities, um, you know, because the utilities will be stressed in the next uh, few months. Um, and again, again, from expenses side, 
completely renegotiating all your contracts and every vendor go through every vendor every insurance everything that you spend your your controllable expenses like non controllable property taxes like mortgage you cannot do anything maybe yes if you can refinance now if if you have ability you can do that if the rates are low but if the controllable expenses you have to negotiate everything right your 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 pool vendor hey pause for a few months or, or maybe renegotiate the contracts go through every every line expenses that you have and try to get, renegotiate these things there are even companies it seems which can do like this um, you know uh, that that can help you go through all your uh, bills and then find you know that anything that you can you know renegotiate the contract got it right got it um so another thing is uh, yeah noise notices because now everybody is home there will be a lot of complaints hey like my <laughs> my neighbor is creating a lot of noise make sure that you again send it across back to the the tenant notification saying you know the the after nine o'clock is a quite quite time for whatever it is like in the night or uh, you know any other notices that you want to do the courtesy notices that you need to make sure that everybody's people working from home uh whatever it is uh and then and again so a lot of people kind of shying away on the section 8 vouchers mm-hmm. maybe this is a time to think about rethink oh, if you, this is the best time property, to get section 8 vouchers right because that's guaranteed yeah. income for now exactly so if your if your property is already approved and you have few tenants section 8 now go through go to your city and say hey do you want any more um, we have vacancies right now hey absolutely we have we have so, so many people looking at it and we are, you already approved as section 8 um in for your property let, let them send you send your way right yeah and you yep. can you can fill up easily and these are at least for the next 1 uh, to 2 years it will be like in a way yeah. uh, standard um uh, and then not all section 8 is bad you need to just make sure that oh yeah absolutely you, absolutely. you, you need to profile the tenant properly and then like you know get it yeah and um, i also heard that the government provided a lot more funding for housing people so they there could be a lot more section 8 vouchers coming in and exactly that's, that's what you're saying you know, they're not bad people right i mean there are definitely a lot of good yes. people there you just have to make sure that you screen them properly and make sure you you get the the good ones yes i think we we kind of briefly uh, touched base on these two about the cares act and uh, all the forgivable loans other loans uh, okay. and then property managers can use some of these loans mm-hmm. and you and you each llc that you own asset can can use this check with your you know lending uh, terms <laughs> to see what, what if, if it's not violating any terms and there are a couple of things uh, from uh, i got it from uh, i think the cbre um, uh, webinar they have make sure that you have fire protections uh, and the building equipment and backups and mission critical operations that that you have these are you know kind of into into the back end of it right like that we already usually ignore so make sure that uh, You, all the buildings are inspected properly for the fire inspection because now that everybody is at home there are higher chances of some of the stuffs the equipment breakdown might happen do you have your backups of emergency right and then any mission critical operations like your cooling uh, any uh, uh, or heating or, or, or water anything uh, you have redundancy on these things make sure that you from a building physical aspects of your building right uh, make sure that you do those um and then if you don't have credit card payments for rent payments make sure to enable them and also inform tenants that you can pay rent rent through credit card or maybe in that you can actually give back the money for the transaction fees let's say there usually in the credit card payment there's a 2 and 1/2% transaction fee right hey if you use you can use credit card 
if you use credit card let us know we can you can refund you the transaction fee yeah right? that's a good thing that we are happy because we moved all to online payment for the past one year so now it's so much easier during this kind of things right because right especially if you if you're not yet on the credit card payment option make sure that you talk to your property management software and enable that and then also inform them hey like you already have ach but you have an option to pay through credit card right so that's another thing and also um another incentive is, is i think uh, neil was using is um you know if you can give some credit if they pay uh the the rent in for fifth of the month or if you pay april and may upfront now now you'll get a hundred dollars off or one hundred dollars off right give them incentive to pay for the next two to three months upfront so that you know if, if somebody has that capability to do it now they can use of the program and they can get they can get a credit for that and and make sure again this one is i think should be the first stop when whatever if you're working with a tenant either a late payment waiver or a credit or a lease modification or any other thing that you're working with them make sure that they show the letter that they lost their job right otherwise people will make use of these uh, features that you are actually giving hmm. uh, you know and uh, yeah so that's uh, primary and then a couple of things uh, um, we already talked about the short term rent uh, leases and ne- renegotiating the contracts and the one is primarily the the model unit like you know now that nobody is coming in and sh- seeing the units uh, maybe you can lease your model unit as a furnished <laughs> apartment for short term but like this is elis elis permanent idea and other 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 ideas lease the traveling nurses because now right now with the covid lot of these hospitals are actually getting healthcare professional from outside you know to from other towns and other other places and they're hiring more people as a temporary staff but these traveling nurses and healthcare professionals need to have you know some place to stay you can go uh, i had to find this link uh, james i will talk to ellie uh-huh. and then send it to you as well later on you can put it into your notes so is this a link uh, for traveling nurses th- yeah there is a way to find out um, these people uh, to, oh, to really? you can and then post your apartments there hey if, if your apartment is like say 5 to 10 miles from the from a from a hospital major hospital and you can actually use this resources to actually post hey we have available short term rentals um maybe furnished or not or maybe semi furnished we can we can give you um, this for the next 90 days to 120 days got it, right got it got it that's um, very interesting that's that's another way to actually fill in uh, units yeah yeah that's awesome that looks like we went through the list so let me add one more thing which i just remembered yeah. right you want to if you have never done a virtual 3d tour of your units you want to prepare right now there's a lot of uh, photographers out there you know they can do a virtual 3d tour of the units and right now that's very useful because right now we can't use our leasing agents to go and tour the units now we just tell them to go uh, themselves or drive around or look at the pictures or look at the videos right but if they have a really right. nice virtual 3d uh, pictures there'll be a really good um, way to attract uh, leases to your and you have the rently has a self touring technology uh, you oh, can really? put this webcams yeah so if you're using rently or it's also rently is also mm-hmm. an app uh, into existing property management mm-hmm. so we, you can put the webcams there you don't need to be your leasing staff is not exposed so mm-hmm. they can come in 24 by 7 you, you'll get send them the lock code they'll open mm-hmm. the u- unit and they see and you can monitor yeah uh, from yeah. your leasing office or your wherever desk you are and then do that rently has that got it got it yeah I've, i did looked at that as well so that's awesome rama thanks for sharing this uh, is there anything uh, anything else you want to mention to the audience and listeners 
Yeah, I think uh, we, you know, we I think we have some light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, you know, the government is helping us. Uh, hopefully, I think will will this will pass and we'll come back stronger and then uh, stay safe. Yeah, yeah. Multifamily is still one of the best asset class to invest in because there's so much help we are getting from all over. You know, different different sources. Uh, you know, imagine if you are in office or warehouse or industrial or everything is closed down, right? So yeah, or hotels, right? right now, you know, things are doing really. Uh, you know, really bad in that asset classes. But, um, you know, shelter is part of the Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs, right? Uh, food, shelter, and safety, right? So right. It, it ab- absolutely everybody needs uh, you know, housing to stay on and uh, live on, right? So yep. thanks for coming in and uh, hopefully we can add this as soon as possible. And uh, that's it. Thank you very much, Rama. Yeah, thank you, James. That's it for this episode. If you'd like to learn even more, check out James's free audiobook. It's the audio version of his best-selling book on passive investing. You can get the audiobook completely free, along with other valuable resources, by visiting www.achieveinvestmentgroup.com forward slash free audiobook. Also, be sure to join our Facebook group too. To find it, just do a Facebook search for Multifamily Investors Group. Thanks for listening. Join us again for another episode next week. See you then.